Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, folks, it's that time again. Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. Email us, sportsfred at AO.com. Art Source, Galaxy Sports, uh, 3,000 miles away. There's so much to talk about, but again, um, I'm upset at Sports Illustrated. I think you're upset at Sports Illustrated. You out there, sport definitely upset at Sports Illustrated. There's no way on earth that uh, Neon Dion Sanders Prime should be Sportsman of the Year. They win their first three. They go uh, one and eight after that. Finish four and eight uh, in Pac-12 and everything. Bottom line is, yeah, he brought a lot of money to the program. This and that. So many of the players were forced out. You don't treat 18, 19, and 20-year-old kids as he did. Who the hell does he think he is? Art, who the hell does he think he is? And what the hell is Sports Illustrated doing? SI has just lost their tether completely. You know, with him being voted Sportsman of the Year, coupled with the fact that they were found guilty of of doing two articles that were artificial intelligence induced, he actually created two writers, a female and a male, to write these articles and you know it just it just goes to show you how far they've dropped i mean fred we grew up in an era where we couldn't wait to get our sports illustrated it was like you know i mean wow i was so ready to go and i mean i never missed one you never missed one and now you know they're i will say this the stock the company that owns them their stock has plummeted 35 percent since this story came out and, you know, so it's going to have an effect on them. But journalism, the way we grew up with journalism, sportscasters, I think we're in an era, you know, worldwide where things are just changing so quick, so quickly, so dramatically that nobody has a pulse on what's really going on. Let me make this point. I agree with you 100 uh, percent. Once a week when it was coming out, I loved it. Now it's once a month. I don't even really look at it. I keep paying for it, but I don't really uh, uh, pay attention to it. I get USA Today Sports Weekly, okay? This is what's happening in this industry. It used to come on Wednesday of every week. Then it got to Thursday of every week. Sometimes now I get it on Friday. Most of the time I get it on Saturday. It's too late. All the good stuff is already done. (laughs) Sometimes I get it on the Monday of the next week. So my thought is that Gannett trying to save bucks doesn't have enough people to get it out there or something. I know the post office is slow, but it can't all be the post office. Anyway, my point is, I don't think USA Today Sports Weekly will be weekly. I think it'll be monthly. What do you think? I think it's going, I mean, we've watched the graphics in in sports, in the USA Today Sports. They went from like, you know, a little TV with a beautiful graphics and and that's been trimmed back. And now they're, like you said, I used to go down to my favorite, market and pick it up on Wednesday morning because it was all set up. I had all the articles, everything set up for the weekend in sports, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And now, like you said, it's not there on Thursday. And when, when you can find it, it's Friday or Saturday and half the stuff has already been gone or, or played already. So, yeah, I just, you know, I go back to when the, the national and Frank DeFord came out and I thought it was the greatest thing since sliced cheese. I mean, it was just, to me, it was so awesome to have that. And it didn't make it. Um, but I think there's there a place in this world for people who are a little bit older, who love to read, 
who don't want to. I mean, I, I subscribe to a lot of newspapers around the country digitally. It's just not the same as having your paper and your cup of coffee and going through it and reading it. And, you know, if there's something there you want to cut out and save, you know, I got to press the buttons here and, and, you know, get it printed out. I, I just don't, I don't like it. And there's a lot of things I don't like for right now. I'm getting to be like you, you know, it's like Artie's upset. <laughs> All right. Talking about that. Let's talk about uh, local sports radio. 680 uh, KNBR no longer having a nighttime local sports show trying to save bucks. It sort of acted as the uh, Giants pre or post game show. If the game was at four o'clock Pacific time, then it followed it. And if Giants game was at 730, it preceded it. They're going to probably go to a syndicated sports show. The future of sports radio down the tubes. You've worked in a lot of places. I've worked in a few places. I don't know what's going on. It's just they're trying to save bucks, but. I don't believe they're losing money. I, I you know, I don't I believe it is either, Fred. I think the people at the top are, are, you know, your guys like Michael Eisner. You know, you're, you know, you saw what happened with Elon Musk this week, and and you know the woke equals broke, and yada yada yada, and you go through all that stuff. You know, there's something about a young guy who starts at a small market, works his way up. You know, spends ten years in one market, goes to the next market for a few years, and all of a sudden. You know, after 20 years of uh, doing sports talk radio, he becomes a national voice. All right. That's not that's not happening anymore. I mean, it, it just seems as though the community doesn't matter as much. Everybody's trying to, to cut costs here, cut costs there. And, you know, my, my my dad used to say, you know, they were being dollar foolish and penny wise. I think you're seeing a lot of that now in in these stations, but to have a, you know, 50,000 watt station like KNBR, which was one of the great, great stations on the West coast, along with KFI, you know, along with the mighty 690 down in L down in San Diego, you know, from the Rockies to the Canadian, you know, border from Tijuana, you know, it's a, it's a changing world. And, you know, I, I sometimes feel like a fish out of water, Fred. Folks that believe sports biz, sports media also heard on uh, pod clips around the world. Uh, so much is happening. Much of it. Uh, Fred, what do course, you think about this deal with uh, the Mavericks, Mark Cuban, Miriam Adelson, the, you know, the 3.5 billion where he, but he's going to maintain control of the franchise. Is there something in that swirl? Cause I know there's no gambling in the state of Texas, sports gambling or casinos, you know, are, is it, do they know something we don't know? Is is that something that could come through? Because the Adelsons are very big proponents of uh, the current governor Abbott in Texas. Do they have something in the works where, you know, because one of his dreams, Mark Cuban's dreams, is to get into into sports gambling and things of that nature. Do you do you know anything about that, Fred? I just read that he, you know, he's thinking of uh, going heavily in that direction. I don't think they're going to move the Mavericks out of Dallas. Uh, mm -hmm. um, I, I, you think they'll I eventually get an NBA team in Las Vegas? Perhaps. It's, it's certainly conceivable, but uh, who knows? But talking about Las Vegas, in 2025, they get the Oakland A's. Right now, in 2024, the Oakland A's have competition. Ballers. The Oakland Ballers of the Pioneer League. The big question is, who draws more, the Pioneer League or Major League Baseball in Oakland? Well, 
my my second broadcasting gig after USC baseball while I was in college at USC was the Pioneer League. Um, and then I went down to Beaumont, Texas and did some games down there. And I said, gosh, I really miss Laguna Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I was never much of a Phi Beta Kappa, but yeah, that's an interesting thing. Uh, you know, I, I personally think, you know, John Fisher says they're going to Vegas. They're going to build a new stadium. The renderings are coming out Saturday. Um, I say you go ahead and play in Vegas. You know, you go ahead and spend a little bit of money because they're, they're going to have plenty of money now. Um, you get the people used to having the team there. They've got two beautiful AAA-style stadiums they could pick from. Yes, they could probably fix, figure it out to get it up to 20,000 seats in attendance. But I just I feel really bad, Fred. I mean, you're going to have people playing in the Oakland Coliseum, um, watching a team that's going to be gone a year later. They already averaged like 7,000 people this year, and I think those were buffed up a little bit. Will they draw 5,000 people? Will they draw half a million people next year? I think the question is, the answer is no. Email us, folks, sportsfred at AOL.com. Let's talk about two Southern California quarterbacks. Dante Moore is in the transfer portal. He's leaving. They kept Chip Kelly. And now there's a lot of rumors that Cleb Williams, who I think making $7.5 million this year through NIL, may not leave at this point, give him another season and a chance to be the number one draft pick and maybe win another Heisman to make up for this year. What do you think? If you, if you would have been at the beginning of this season, well, I told you the third third game in that Dante Moore was transferring, but Cleb Williams staying, what do you think? Well, you know, Caleb Williams, that particular situation, that's going to come down to the fact that he already stated that he only will only play for five big market teams. And right now, only one of those big market teams, Chicago, is going to even be in the hunt for him. So, you know, that's going to have to see how that works out. I guess he's got 45 days till he has to actually make the, the actual move. But but the, uh, the, the, the UCLA quarterback, now I've got some, some, some friends who are very, very close to the Michigan football program. They're saying that he could be the next quarterback at the University of Michigan if Jim Harbaugh stays. Now, Jim Harbaugh has got the feelers out because he knows the NCAA is hot on his trail, a la Jerry Tarkadian, for all the, uh, the, the shenanigans he pulled off in terms of reading the other team's signs and you know, figuring out their plays. So there's a lot of things to happen there. I also think there's a another quarterback in the Pac-12 or the old Pac-12. Cameron Ward from Washington State is another one that I think, you know, you could see him, in my mind, you could see him possibly coming to UCLA as well because, you know, he's kind of enamored with that or Oregon. He's kind of enamored with that offense, that wide-open offense. And he did a lot of great things with Washington State this year. So, you know, I just think Moore wants to get back to home and Detroit's not that far from, from, and there's another component here too. You have Michigan state with, with Jonathan, Jonathan Smith now is their coach. He's great with quarterbacks. I mean, he and, is. And, and ukulele is transferring. He's in the transfer portal. I'll bet anything. That's where he's going. Michigan state. There you go. state. So it's, it's like I said, you know, we're going to get our football magazines and we're going to go, Where'd he go? Oh, he's not there anymore. Oh, <laughs> it's like the old coaching carousel. I mean, you watch college football. 
boom, last Monday was like Black Monday in college football. Guys, Dana Holgerson got let go at Houston. You know, you go down the line, you look at some of these coaches, and you just go, wow. Now, here's a question I got to ask you. How much trouble is Von Miller of the Buffalo Bills in, Fred, from what I'm reading about what happened well, his, with his fiancée, alleged now, girlfriend? Now, now his girlfriend says he didn't touch her. Didn't touch her. Oh, okay. Wow. So how much money talking. did that how much money was involved in that in that recant? <laughs> All right, give me a 30-second close to believe sports biz sports media also heard on podcasts. Well, Fred, I gotta tell you, um, it's just wild and crazy out there. I'm looking at the sports world. You know, I, I got to watch Caitlin Clark the other night, the great guard from the University of Iowa. She's a heck of a ball player. I mean, she is something special on the basketball coach on the court. Um you know, it's Lee Trevino's birthday today. He's 84 years old, one of my favorite people of all time. Um, I just I just hope that the world can uh, can get a tether on itself and people start treating each other with a little more respect. And, you know, it's okay, Fred. We don't have the same beliefs in a lot of things. But I respect your opinion, and I'd hope to think you respect my opinion. And isn't that what it's really all about, having discourse and civil discussions and, you know, at least trying to see the other person's point of view. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, I, I heard a rumor that George Santos will become the new Chargers coach. And with that. He's needing a job. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> well, you know what I, you know my joke about Coach Staley? He's the only one that can take, uh, take the <laughs> jobs of victory and turn it into a loss. How are they going to do in New England this weekend is my question. I don't think it matters. I think he's gone at the end of the year. I think he's proven yeah. what he is. He's not a head coach. He might be an assistant. Uh, what a great ownership make... that group is, huh? They're fantastic, those Spanos family. All right, for our, for Mario, I'm Fred. More uh Believe Sports Biz uh sports business also heard on pod clips very soon. So stay tuned. Email us sportsfredo.com and thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.